Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. Today we're going to talk about making a change in your life. And what's inspired me to make this podcast for you today is I'm about to do a 30-day change in my life to help a group of doctors who are making changes in their lives. Um, Some of you are trying to limit or kick caffeine. Some of you want to reduce or quit drinking alcohol. Some of you want to stop doing another pattern or behavior in your life that you no longer see as useful. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to document my own progress over the 30-day period using what I know to be effective tools and resources so that... um, you can have some way to keep yourself going and maybe some ideas to inspire yourself when it gets hard. A quick note on why I've chosen a 30-day change as opposed to a permanent one. I found that if I can do something for 30 days, I can do it for 60 or 100 or 365 days. I've chosen a commitment that will require my mind and body to adapt and that will strengthen me. And I know that a lot of you may have already experienced 30 days of a workout program or only to quit or 30 days of no wine and then binged. The examples of short-lived victories followed by a return to previous behavior are countless. So if you're skeptical about the efficacy of a 30-day change, I'd like you to think about those examples in your own life and what those experiences were like for you. What I see a lot of is white knuckling experiences, a clenched jaw as you painfully count down the days until you can go back to the thing that you've been deprived of or quit the grueling miles you've been cycling. This isn't that. Okay, I'm not going into this willing to accept temporary deprivation. I'm not punishing myself in any way. I am on purpose adjusting the way I've been doing something because I believe that the outcome of increased physical and mental strength are more valuable than the pleasure of continuing to do what I've been doing. And at the end of the 30 days, I'll evaluate and I'll decide what I want to do from there. Maybe I'll do another 30 days. Maybe I'll make this a permanent thing. But there's no force about it. This isn't life or death. I'm not attaching a moral code of conduct to my decision. I'm not basing my worth as a healthy person or a successful woman, a wife or a mother on what I eat or don't eat. What I am doing is noticing an opportunity to try something that has a high probability of benefiting me. I'm willing to be vocal about this experience with you and I'm open to the possibility that my body, its biology, may respond so well to the change that it could be a longer-term thing for me. And if not, I'll still have benefited. I win either way. So for those of you who are decreasing your alcohol intake, cutting back on coffee, adopting a new exercise schedule, consider thinking about your experience the same way. In fact, reconsider it if you're not approaching it willingly and with positive energy. But consider what you're about to do or are doing and realize that it's always your choice. Give it the time period you've committed to trying it, see the whole thing through, and then evaluate. If you want to go back, go back. And if you like the changes you've made, keep going. Now, having that said, I wanted to share with you um, a little bit about the way that I think about 
changes when I'm trying to implement them into my own life. So here's what I do when I'm going to attempt to learn a new skill or create a new piece of content or try something I've never tried before or put myself in a situation that I think of as something that will make me uncomfortable or nerve wracking, anything that's going to require a change from what's normal and comfortable and familiar to me, I think through these things. I think, first of all, what is the change that I want to make in my life? And I really try and be specific on this. I don't want to say, oh, I just want things to be better. I really try and hone in on what is this change? What is the specific change? And what are the details of that change? So for the next 30 days, I've decided that what I'm going to do, and it hasn't started yet, but when I start my 30 day change, it's going to be no flour of any kind. And that means corn flour, rice flour, any flour, no flour of any kind and no sugar. And side note, I already don't eat a lot of flour containing products. I have a high sensitivity to gluten. So, um, that like bread and pasta, that's not going to be a huge issue for me because I already don't have a lot of that. However, I have learned that I really enjoy tamales, which is, you know, has a masa base. And um, I really enjoy um, certain rice flour things. And so for me, that is going to be a change. And then no sugar. And the reason that I wanted to combine both of these is because cutting out just one of them wouldn't be as hard for me as I think some of the changes that my clients are approaching right now, such as quitting drinking or eliminating caffeine. Anyway, so I really wanted to put myself in a position to experience discomfort on a lot of levels, physical discomfort, some um, cognitive discomfort, and maybe even some emotions that I'm not super comfortable with so that I can relate best to my audience and help you through it as I work through it myself. So defining that change and being really clear on what that is, is incredibly useful. The second thing that I ask myself is, what am I willing to sacrifice in order to achieve the thing that I want? And for me, I'm willing to sacrifice in this example, I'm going to sacrifice tamales, <laughs> which I love. Um, but any of the sugary and sweet foods that I enjoy and... Um, anything containing flour. I found that when I'm cutting sugar out of my diet, I don't go to sugar alternatives, you know, diet soda or um, false sweeteners. I don't use those things either. I don't like, and this is just totally my own opinion about this, but I don't like cutting out sugar and replacing it with something that's super close to the satisfaction I get from a sugary treat. If I'm going to master my mind around something, I want to experience um, the withdrawal from it, if there is one, and the success of not having and proving to myself that I don't need that thing in my life. So I'm going to completely cut out sugar and sweeteners. And then Lastly, I ask myself, what am I not willing to sacrifice? And this is the one I want to spend a little bit of time on because I think what can happen, particularly with high performers and really determined individuals, is we set ourselves up for um, a lot of emotional discomfort that doesn't have to be there because we become so focused on the thing that we want, so focused on that goal that we forget to determine in advance what we're not willing to do or sacrifice to get there. 
So here's what I'm not willing to do. I'm not willing to do anything that feels like unkindness or abuse to my own body or mind throughout this process. If it starts to feel that way, I will be prompt to notice it and adjust. Okay. I'm not doing this because I think that I'm overweight or because I don't accept or like my body for the way that it is. In fact, it's completely the opposite. I have a lot of appreciation and love for my body. I appreciate that it's gotten me this far in my life. I appreciate that it took care of me when I wasn't as um, aware or as concerned with what I was, how I was treating it or not treating it. And this is everything from going out into the sun without sunscreen to eating junk food to drinking alcohol, whatever it is that I have done in my life that wasn't as loving or nurturing to my body, I appreciate that it got through that and has taken me to where I am now, which is a place where I am able to fully appreciate it. I exercise regularly. I don't drink alcohol. I eat healthy foods. I do all of the things I know to take care of it in the best way possible um, so that it can hopefully take me through many, many more happy years in my life. I'm not willing to sacrifice my health for this opportunity to master my mind around flour and sugar. So I'm going to be aware and I'm going to be noticing how I'm feeling. And I expect in advance that there's going to be some discomfort, physical discomfort when I want my tamales or um, cognitive discomfort when my mind tries to tell me that cheating a little will be fine, or I've done so much so far and why can't I just have a break or that it's not worth it and not needed to continue this path. I'm expecting all of those things to come up. And I also know that they're not urgent. They're not important and they don't need to be listened to. They're just going to be ideas that my mind offers me. Lastly, what I'm not willing to sacrifice is my relationship with myself. So a lot of you probably know that I am a proponent of saying really nice things to myself all of the time. And I am a proponent of you saying really nice things to yourself all of the time. And the reason for that is because when you're acknowledging your own efforts and you are Um, giving yourself credit for the things that you're doing right and you're being gentle with yourself for the things you could do differently next time. Um, I find that I'm able to keep my momentum and my motivation a lot higher than if I'm using my energy to criticize myself and then trying to use other energy to keep myself going even though I don't feel good about myself. It's counterproductive. And so I make a point to acknowledge where I need to improve because like I said, I love opportunities to improve and grow and develop. However, I find that I'm most effective at doing that, whether it's business or personal, when I'm being a really great coach to myself, when I'm being a really good friend to myself. So I'm not willing to sacrifice that relationship with myself for this change that I'm making in my life. Having all of that said, I expect this to be a mixed bag experience. I expect there to be some high energy levels because I know that when I'm making efforts to master my body by managing my mind, um, I experience higher levels of physical energy and mental energy. 
I expect there to be some days that are uncomfortable, some days that I'm not really loving the fact that I'm not eating that thing that everyone else is eating or that I'm noticing that I need more spinach to sustain me where I used to have a tamale in that place. Um, But I'm expecting that. I'm going into this knowing that that's going to be the case. It's going to be comfortable and uncomfortable. And in the end, it's going to be okay. And these are healthy changes for me to make. There's nothing unhealthy about not eating a tamale or not having a chocolate bar. And I'm not saying that it's completely unhealthy to eat those things. I'm just saying that for me, this is this is a lateral move, if not healthier move than what I've been doing. And I'm going into it with those three things in mind, knowing exactly what I want to change, knowing what I am willing to go through and sacrifice in order to get it, and knowing exactly what I'm not willing to pay in order to achieve this goal. And that's what I recommend to you, that whether you're going after um, a personal or professional goal, that you get really clear on what it is you want, what you're willing to do to get it, and what you're not willing to do to get it. And by keeping those three things in your mind and by keeping a constant level of awareness, we are better prepared to notice when things start to get in the way that aren't in alignment with our goal and notice when our own mind is getting in our way and we need to redirect. The reason this is so important, and I'll leave you with this, but the reason this is so important is because whenever we're making changes to our lives or improvements or adjustments, it's presumably to enhance or enrich that area of our lives. So what we want to do is make sure that we're taking a really intentional approach so that we can preserve the other parts of our lives that are already working, that are already good. Ask yourself, to get closer to where I want to be, what do I want to change? What am I willing to do to make that change? And what am I not willing to do? That's all for now, but keep me posted on your progress. If you want to tune into my experience, I'll begin posting next week in real time on social, and it'll be easy to find on archive for those of you listening to this down the road. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.